You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at BBMGlobalNetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. and think there must be more than this to life are you looking for more joy freedom and purpose in your life this is living a courageous authentic life with your host jennifer monahan many of us may be focused on getting ahead and achieving our goals but we may soon realize that something is missing jennifer was there and now she's here to help you reclaim your personal power find joy and realize your full potential now, please welcome the host of Living a Courageously Authentic Life, Jennifer Monahan. Welcome, everyone. You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. And I want to say thanks for joining me today. As I mentioned last week, today is my last show on this network. I'll be moving over to blogtalkradio.com for my new shows starting in November. And you can look me up by my name, Jennifer Monahan, or by my show name, Living a Courageously Authentic Life. I hope you'll head on over there and follow me there because uh, I'll be continuing my conversations about living courageously and authentically, uh, continuing to talk about shamanism and having guests. Uh, you'll also be able to find all of my previous shows there as well. And speaking of guests, since today is my last day, I thought I'd have a little party today. And so I have a group of amazing women lined up to talk to us today. They are previous guests. Uh, they were on the show prior. Um, I've invited them back uh, and really want to hear from them specifically about, you know, how how they view courage and how they define courage and authentic, authenticity, how they've overcome fear, what their life purpose thoughts are and things like that. So we're going to have a panel discussion today. And my three guests are Charlene Jones, Karen Sullivan, and Irene Weinberg. And let me tell you a little bit about each one of them and uh, get them to say a hello so that you can uh, put a name with the voice. So our first guest is Charlene Jones. Uh, she's author of the book, The Stain, which is a novel about how collective karma and reincarnation work. She also is author of Medicine Buddha Medicine Medicine Mind, uh, and that book shares how visualization and neuroscience work together, uh, probably something very much aligned with our talk about manifestation last week. Uh, Charlene has led a very rich and varied life. Uh, when she was 20 years old, she found herself in a Tibetan temple in Dehradun, India, and from there she completed several months of intensive meditation uh, in a retreat there where it was total silence. And ever since she was in that retreat, she's asked herself and she's asked people that she works with, how do we bring retreat and the benefits of retreat into our daily world? Charlene, it is great to have you back. Hi. Jennifer, thank you so much for this opportunity. 
Oh, I'm thrilled to hear what you have to say today. I'm so happy to be sharing the space with all three of you. You're all three people I know I'm going to learn from. Thank you, Charlene. Our next guest today is Karen Sullivan. Uh, And Karen, for nearly 20 years, she has been helping people create a more joyful, healthy, prosperous life as a certified hypnotherapist and life and business coach and a prosperity mentor. Um, She states that hypnosis is not just for comedy, um, that it is actually a way of life. And she brings that way of life forward for her clients. Uh, She works with people from all over the country, uh, both in person and on the phone. Hi, Karen. Hi, Jennifer. Thanks for having me back this day of glorious days. (laughs) Thank you, and thank you for coming back. Yeah, thanks. I'm really excited, too, to be uh, here with uh, Charlene and Irene, and I look forward to having uh, some fun and a party today. Let's do it. Bring it on. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. And our last party member is Irene Weinberg. Uh, She is the author of the five-star reviewed book, They Serve Bagels in Heaven, which is a compelling spiritual love story. And if you've always wondered about the afterlife or you've lost someone close to you, this book of hers, her memoir, offers comfort and healing and an insider's look into what goes on beyond our lives on earth. Irene is an influential and thought-provoking writer on the afterlife, soulmates, and our life's purpose on earth. And her compelling work on this subject has sparked powerful conversations about the human search for happiness and our soul purpose. She's a highly sought-after public speaker whose spirited lectures have inspired and motivated audiences at conferences and spiritual get-togethers, as well as bookstores nationwide. And her new podcast, which I encourage you all to check out, uh, called Grief and Rebirth, Finding the Joy in Life, shares inspiring healing stories from healers, mediums, and grief and trauma specialists. I also happen to be on her podcast, so you might want to check it out there. Irene, hi, welcome. Hey, Jen, this is really fun, and I feel like I'm bonding to new friends. This is really exciting. I'm so glad to be here. Oh, Thank wonderful. Thank you for having I'm me. Glad- Thank you for joining. I am so pleased to have all three of you on this show because each one of you is uh, such an amazing woman and each one of you have had incredible life journeys, some uh, parts with a lot of hardship uh, that that I know we've talked on this show in the past about how do you overcome hardship and keep moving forward with your life purpose when sometimes it seems like life, you know, hits you upside the head with a two by four. So I am thrilled to hear what each one of you have to say. Um, and because each of you has such an interesting and different life, I thought perhaps we could just start off by uh, learning a little bit more about how you got to where you are in your life today and, um, and, and what's going on in your life. So our listeners have an idea of a little bit more idea of who you are. And I'm not going to call on people, but does anybody want to volunteer to share first? I'll start. Um, okay, um, this is Irene. Um, I would love our listeners and also Charlene and Karen uh, to to know about me that I started life as a complete skeptic about anything spiritual. And then I sort of got hit by a two by four 
because I had an amazing spiritual awakening when my husband died next to me in a tragic car accident, and I actually got messages before, during, and after the accident. This was a gal who absolutely believed in nothing. And this fact that this happened, and then I was led to to communicate with my husband uh, when he was on the other side, which I also had not believed in, and it was absolutely him. One thing led to another to where I am today. And I guess I would have to say what has brought me to this point, and it has been very hard because I've come across skeptics and people who have tried to put me down for what I was doing and thought I was a little cuckoo, uh, and here we are. And I would say what brought me here is my faith and knowing that this is all real and needing Mm. to share my truth with people. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful. And I know, Irene, you and I have talked and you you alluded to it just now, but you definitely had to have courage to get to where you were today. Oh, my gosh. In order to speak your truth. I mean, when I first came, I was frightened when I first came out with my book. And, um... And I and I received, you know, a lot of negative comments about it. And why don't you, you know, stop that? What are you doing? And I persisted. And today, this has led from the book to this podcast that I'll talk about later. And Jennifer is episode 18, everyone. <laughs> and we are changing lives and helping so many people. And it's very freeing to be able to tell people to listen to your inner wisdom and respect your own truth. Mm. Yeah, that is beautiful, Irene. Absolutely beautiful. And it's something that I think would allow us as we start to listen to our inner voice and our inner truth, allow us to start to live more authentically. We're going to take a quick break right now. When we come back, we'll hear from Karen and from Charlene a little bit about what's given them courage. So stay tuned. And if you have questions for any of our guests, give us a call at 866-451-1451. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. French Rastafarian baker Chef Ugmat is a fourth-generation baker and has worked in 11 countries across three continents. Born in Mulhouse, France, he began apprenticing in his father's bakery at age 12 and has devoted his life to learning cultures of the world from inside kitchens across the globe. He also teaches traditional French baking by hosting demonstrations and classes, and his passion for baking is reflected in his delicious confections. With a deep respect for discipline and his Rastafarian way of life, Chef Ouvmat exemplifies commitment to tradition and culture in a global world. Traveling extensively and combining a myriad of flavors into his recipes, Chef Ugmat brings a unique approach to baking. To read more about the French Rastafarian baker, visit www.frenchchefoug.com. That's H-U-G-U-E-S. Bon appétit and bless up. And we're back. I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan, and we're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and today we're having a little bit of a party. I have three guests with me, three incredible, amazing women, Charlene Jones, Irene Weinberg, and Karen Sullivan, and we're sharing uh, about courage and authenticity. And just before the break, Irene shared about where she is in her life and and how she got to where she was today. Um Karen and Charlene, I'd love to hear from you as well. Charlene, would you like to go? Thanks, Karen, but I was going to offer that to you. (laughs) All right. (laughs) 
Well, Irene, first off, I want to say I love that story. And believe me, if people tell you that you're cuckoo, own it. Because I own mine. And um, <laughs> it, it, I, I can relate so much to the afterlife just with the work that I do. But we can get into that at a later point. Um, I, uh, like Irene, um, my father passed at a, a very young age of 58. At the time I was working, um, at a job that I loved, uh, traveling a lot. I was, um, uh, going back. I had, uh, gone back to school for, uh, metaphysics, started interpreting dreams. And uh, when my when my father passed, it was like, what is what is all of this? You know, what does this life mean if you know you can be taken so mm-hmm. quickly and so suddenly? And um, I not only lost my dad, but I lost my very best friend in my life. And mm-hmm. so there were all these questions about why. And um, and I've always been one of those why people. I I question absolutely everything. And um, so. It led me into reassessing what happiness was. At that point, I could have, you know, um, uh, spent a day or two or maybe even 20 in bed, right? So mm-hmm. um, where you just don't really feel like getting out of bed because you don't feel like you, you have the strength to move forward. So I think um, what was good for me was finding a... Uh, um, I don't know, a way to grasp the mental and emotional uh, tenacity cord in my heart, mind, and my soul to just hang on, to get up, and to show up. And um, that art of inner strength to go be, do, or have. And I decided, you know, I was flipping through a magazine going, because I had left my job, and, um, and I had uh, come across these courses in hypnotherapy and Mm -hmm. I just fell in love. I fell in Mm -hmm. love with what the mind is able to do. I fell in love with the um, true ability to help somebody from one point to the next in their life. And it gave me uh, repurpose, you know, repurpose my life to, um, to truly, truly tr- be happy, to know where it is that that comes from. And that came from myself and, and just exuding that everywhere that I went and the people that I was able to help, whether it was weight or smoking or past life regression right. or money, no matter what, you know, the, the mind can conceive you know, you can really get great benefit and, um, and I haven't looked back since and it's been oh. 20, 25 years. Oh my gosh. That's I'm amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing, Karen. Um, and, and how wonderful that you are where you are today. Um, and I want to dig deeper on that, but I'd love to hear from Charlene last, but not least just in terms of, uh, where you are today and, and how you got there. Thank you, Jennifer. But first let me say both with, to Irene and to Karen and all of our listeners, the, the focus of how, and you, Jennifer, have mm-hmm. we have come through 
severe difficulties. When Karen's saying days when I couldn't get out of bed, didn't want to, had to work at it. Irene, when you're saying publish my work and I'm I'm deluged by people who are calling me down. And Jennifer, I know of your story as well. And it just the courage right here on this show is I'm sending that out. I just want that to go out in the universe so that everyone, particularly all the women, but particularly everybody, begins to live more clearly and more consciously toward their own authentic self. Uh, you are great examples of that. So thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I had a dream when I was five that came three times and it, I had to change it because the ending was I crawled above the ground out of a valley and I had no legs. It was terrifying mm-hmm. and I knew I, I knew no one in my family uh, could tell, help me with it. I went through the list in my head. I remember this very distinctly. Then I forgot about the dream. And then when I was 16, I was hitchhiking. I was picked up by two armed robbers who held me hostage for three days. And I was raped and tortured. I tied to a chair and tortured systematically for hours. I don't know how long. And I also watched them. Mm. I was witness to a murder with a shotgun. They Ugh. murdered a man. And uh, that was actually the hardest thing. And the thing I want you to understand about that is my experience was the rape and the torture were not as difficult as watching that man get shot. And I think that there's something in us that has an innate conscience. Mm-hmm. And that innate conscience is somehow connected to what we're talking about in terms of courage and authenticity. So after yeah. those three days, I was mm-hmm. in uh, what we now call PTSD, but back in that day, which is 50 years ago, I was just too too smart, way too smart. I have a big, big IQ and, and wild, crazy, wild, not able to function. And so I disappointed everyone who had thought I would go on and become some kind of a bright light. And I lived in the dark. I learned to live in the dark and ignore the day and stay in the nighttime and not show up for job interviews and get drunk as often as possible and do other drugs and party in ways that are rather embarrassing. But I understand my young self and what she was doing. And I have great respect because there was a soothing energy in that darkness. I met a teacher, a Caucasian teacher, who was recognized by the Tibetans. I started following him, and yes, I was in a three-month retreat, several months retreat, and I've done retreats several times in my life. Uh, and this man was, uh, again, a radical, a completely, sometimes totally orthodox Tibetan Buddhism, but sometimes extremely Western. And uh, he he was not an easy person. I didn't particularly like him. He wasn't warm and fuzzy at all, but mm-hmm. he was really, really, really smart. And he led us around the world on these trips, and he had us doing all kinds of explorations from art to um, using our bodies. The parts that I leaned toward was the body energies. And so I spent I spent my life exploring my own body and now helping others. Hmm. I, don't, I feel like yeah. I've already told too much and taken up too much no. time here. No, not at all. I, you know, Charlene, your journey has always inspired me. And you have Thank truly you. overcome some huge hardships and some huge... Uh, a big two by fours upside the head, quite frankly, right? Uh-huh. Um, and and what I love about your story is you are real and authentic, and not afraid to say, "Yeah, I went through a dark time, and I was, you know, drinking and and wasn't doing the things I should be doing." And um, 
And I found comfort in that because that's what I needed at the time in order to heal. Uh, And I think a lot of times we go through life saying, oh, you have to always be upbeat and positive. But there can be Mm -hmm. value in connecting with that grief and that pain and working through it uh, so that you can come out on the other side and be whole and complete. Completely. Completely. Thank you, Jennifer. And I just want to add that I have a life now that I, I, if I was watching me from the outside, I'd be envious. <laughs> That's beautiful. I live on a small lake. Every, all the members of my family are in good health. I have grandchildren. I never expected uh, to have grandchildren. I knew my son would have children, but somehow that didn't make me a grandchild, grandmother. <laughs> I don't know how that beautiful. worked out. That is beautiful. We're going to take... Yeah, Yeah, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to start digging deeper into courage and authenticity. So uh, stay tuned and we'll be right back. Joseph A. Moylan is the owner of Ion Health, which specializes in very unique medical devices. Ion Health offers biomats, alkalife, and frequency machines. Biomats are a far infrared and negative ion emitting FDA approved medical device. With many different sizes available, you can place them on your bed, on a massage table, or on a seat in your car. It is an unobtrusive way to health. Alkalife machines are water ionizers that cleanse and raise the alkalinity of your tap water, making high alkaline water. Frequency machines utilize certain frequencies to kill viruses and bacteria. These devices are safe and effective. Coming from a health-conscious background and studying physiology at the Academy of Natural Health, Joseph A. Moylan has 15 years of experience in the health field and wants to help you live a healthy, long life. Visit www.ionhealthbiomats.weebly.com or call 765-520-2988. Don't let your health go astray. Get in touch today. Welcome back. I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan, and we're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and today we're having a little bit of a, I'll call it a going away party about courage and authenticity, since today is my last show on BBM, and I'm heading over to Blog Talk Radio after this. So I have three amazing women on the line with me. I have Charlene Jones, Karen Sullivan, and Irene Weinberg, and we're talking about courage and authenticity. And each one of these women just described what brought them to where they are today, and each one of them described an incredible amount of courage that they had to have in order to work through uh, what life threw at them. And I'd love to hear how you all, the three of you, define courage and who you look up to or admire for their courage and authenticity. Um, Courage can mean so many things. Should I start again? Sure, Irene. That yes, would be wonderful. Irene, should I start again? Um, yes, and I'm so enjoying meeting and getting to know Charlene and Karen. You guys are amazing, and I'm looking forward to connecting with you again. And thank you for being – you're such a wonderful bridge and connector, Jennifer. I mean, this is wonderful. Yes. So, courage. Well, for me, I mean, there are so many levels of it, and I know that Charlene and Karen will say the same thing. Um I mean, I already spoke about how much courage it took for me to um, move through the naysayers and stay true to my truth. Another piece of courage, and I I like encourage to resilience, um, Mm -hmm. to be able to um, kind of 
whether the the arrows and the and keep going the, the slings and the arrows and keep going with grace and not fall into those dark moments with other people for instance right. for me i was abandoned by my entire family for 23 years and mm-hmm. i can't even tell you i mean how hurtful it was when birthdays would come and occasions and nobody would reach out to me and no one would talk to me and it was all from a very dysfunctional family system and an abusive yeah. parent and all of that and what i did which i would say took tremendous courage for me was i went to healing I always, I so believe in healing, and I had to face myself in that healing, and um, it was a combination of traditional healers and energy healers and different people, because I was in so much pain, and I once uh, had a, a wonderful session, and I said to this one particular healer, why don't other people do this? And she said, because it takes more courage to change and to do what you need to do for yourself than to stay stuck in the old patterns. Uh, truer really words does. have never been spoken. Yeah. So wow. True. May I tell a joke here? Sure. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Irene, to your point, it's a joke about how many healers it takes to change the light bulb. It's only one, <laughs> but the light bulb has to want to change. Oh, that's fantastic. I love that. I love that little joke. (laughs) I have to write that one down. (laughs) For sure. Irene, Irene, is there anyone you look up to or admire for their courage uh, that serves as an inspiration for you? Well, I actually thought about that, and there were two people, one on the spiritual level and one on the... Uh, in a way, it's a spiritual level, but on a familial level. Um, Pamela Osley is a very, very well-known healer, and she's an author, and she's uh, she specializes in auras, and she's a medium and a psychic. And when I first lost my husband, Pamela, uh, I had a session with Pamela, uh, long distance by phone, and she told me who I was, and she saw a lot of things about me. And through the years, she stuck by me and believed in me and encouraged me even when I was dealing with all the naysayers and Mm. applauded me. And, I mean, that is something, you know, it's easy to um, support someone when their ship is sailing and everything is great. Yes. But when you see that person and they're still, you know, small and struggling and doing and you know and, and, and attempting to move through and and you don't need to do that and out of love and and knowing your truth you stick with them that is for me tremendous courage because in a way she stuck her neck out for me and right. the other person I really admire is my mom my mom is now mm. 93 years old this woman has been through so much in her life and her, she's amazingly resilient, and her resilience to me rests on a reservoir of humor. She finds humor in everything about life. She doesn't take things all that seriously when she needs right. to. Obviously, she addresses it, but it's amazing the way she has weathered things in her life. And I once said to her, Mom, how do you sleep? You've lost, almost lost each of your children. Um at some point in their lives, 
how do you sleep with all of that? And she said, what good am I going to be with anyone if I don't get a good night's rest? I mean, she's just got this amazing uh, attitude. And everyone who meets her gets a joke, gets uh, uh, treated to some joy. Um, she's, she's just known for that. So yeah. those are two people in my, who have inspired me, honestly, in my life. Wonderful, wonderful. Your mom sounds like she's very grounded as well. Uh, so inspirational and grounded at the same her. time. Oh, yep. Nice. Everyone nice. loves her, just loves her. She's so inspiring to everyone. And I want to tell you, talking about courage, when I was abandoned for all those years and things happened, I talk about it in my book, and my mother and I started coming back together. This woman in her 70s at the time from her generation was willing to meet with all of her children with a therapist to explain what had happened with the abuse in the family, why she hadn't protected us more, apologize and take total responsibility and went to therapy herself to help her family to heal. That's courage right there too. There is yeah. courage. There is courage. It's like the light bulb, being willing to change. Yeah. Yes. Right. Beautiful. That's right. Beautiful. Okay. Um, Charlene or Karen, how do you describe courage and who do you, who inspires you? Well, this is Karen. I'll just keep the order going. Okay. Um, well, I, I, I do have to tell you, courage uh, to me really is defined, it depends on the situation, but mostly, you know, um, I have to be true to who I am, to not mm. um, make myself look different so, you know, other people will like me, right? So yep. um, to me, it's courage to be who I am, you know, as being a hypnotherapist, you can, you know, probably quite understand, you know, the jokes about it and how a lot of people say, oh, that's mm-hmm. not, you know, that's just foo-foo stuff and, mm-hmm. you know, those types of things. So it, it, it takes an awful lot you know, uh, well, actually not anymore. Now it's just like old hat, but you know, it's that it really is. It's tenacity and it's the drive to continue to do what I want to do every yeah. single day and make my day not about me. And there's, there's this word, Jen, and you and I've talked about it, you know, a yep. lot of times and it's the word selfish. And I truly, and I'm going to pause you right there, Karen, been, we're going to talk we're going to talk about okay. selfish. We're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, I'd okay. love you to share that because I want to make sure we give you plenty of time to talk about that. So folks who are listening, stay tuned. We will be right back. Animal lover, author, artist, and public speaker, Patricia Daly Life is a Renaissance woman in her own right. A lover of animals from a young age, Patricia lives on a farm in Virginia and has rescued neglected thoroughbred horses, keeping them or finding them safe havens. She is also a published author, and her books document real-life experiences that she shares in her passionate stories, taking the reader around the world in a colorful kaleidoscope of life. An accomplished artist, Patricia Daly Life's oil paintings feature animals, portraits, stills, nature, and abstract, and she allows the brush to paint the image in an organic, natural way. A public speaker, Patricia is motivated to continually wonder about life and advocates for all of us to do the same and document our own unique history. 
To learn more about Patricia Daily Life, visit www.literarylady.com and www.patricialife.com or email her at pdlife at gmail.com. Welcome back. I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan, and we're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life, where today we're having a little bit of a party, and I have three guests with me, Irene Weinberg, Karen Sullivan, and Charlene Jones, and we've been talking about courage. And just before the break, Karen was saying for her, courage means being who you are and holding on to that with tenacity. And Karen, you were just starting to talk about the word selfish and what that means in relationship to courage. Well, I'll tell you what it means for me personally. Um, I believe that the word is the most bastardized word in the dictionary. Because when you think of selfish, you you think of somebody who is, you know, being, you know, standoffish or, you know, they're all about themselves and at the uh, taking advantage of other people, that type of thing. But uh, to me, if you put a hyphen in between self and ish, Right. It becomes Mm -hmm. of the self. Right. Mm -hmm. So taking away all of the negative connotations and putting a positive spin onto it, it does mean taking care of yourself first, but not at the expense of another person. Right. So. Right. I think we all have to be a little more selfish. You taught me, uh, retaught me not too long ago about taking that time for me and to you know, get back in touch with a few things. And of course, and I did that. And that was like a really great 20 days. So, but (laughs) when it comes to, I mean, when, when I think about people who inspire me and who I, who I think are, you know, courageous, I, you know, I could say, you know, there's all kinds of very famous people out there, but you're only getting to see one side of that person and that's just the side that they want to show you right so I -hmm. have to look for authenticity in people who inspire me and those that I believe are um, courageous so you Jennifer are one of those people who inspire me Um, and because I believe with everything that you've gone through to get from point A to B you know and back again that you know that took a lot of courage. It took courage to um, and tenacity to do what you've done in your life. And now I'll add Charlene and Irene to that list of what real courage means, right? And it is that it's when you have that ability to be yourself in spite of what anybody else is saying and, you know, and then to take a look at your life and not get, and, and, you know, I can look back at my life or I can even look currently at my life and get all caught up in something, but that just mm-hmm. keeps me spinning in the same circle. And I don't want to, I, and I, you know, I'm not a spinner. So right. to me, it's yeah. all rearview mirror crap. Right. So, right. Right. Um, you know, the phrase, you know, yesterday is gone and uh, tomorrow has it happened and today's the present. That's why it's a gift. And and I take that literally as in, you know, yesterday doesn't matter what I did, didn't do. Doesn't matter. All that matters is what I do today. 
I can't worry about tomorrow. I can only worry about this moment in time and whatever happens, happens. And I just like shoot from the hip that way. (laughs) (laughs) And you do, and you do it beautifully. And um, I want to thank you because I think this idea of being of the self is a really important one. And it's one that I hope our listeners pick up and, you know, you made my heart like smile and cry a little at the same time when you said that I'm an inspiration for you. So I'm sending you a big hug and saying the same right back at you. Um, Very true. It's very true. Thank you. Charlene. Yes, Last but not least, how do you describe courage and is there somebody that you admire or is an inspiration for you? There's one of these questions that I muddle around in and don't feel like I have a really good or sufficient response to. I'm really um, pleased and impressed with, uh, Irene, your relationship of courage to resilience and, um, Karen, your idea of the uh, continual relationship to the tenacity of something inside. Those are all resonating with me very deeply. Personally, I would never consider myself particularly courageous. I think I just um, made choices because I couldn't Mm -hmm. stand certain things. So I couldn't stand being in Toronto and wallowing in the PTSD that I was in, and I had an opportunity to put some money together and travel, so I did it travel with this teacher and I didn't realize that it was in PTSD of course but I just realized that there was something deeply wrong and I made a choice to try to move away from that and then I just kept making that choice and making that choice to the point where um, I was a professor at at a college and um, some things happened and I was they they let go of a quarter of our faculty in one fell swoop And I then sat down with my astrology charts, I'm an astrologer, and I looked at my chart and I said, okay, so what advice would I give to this person? And I thought, well, okay, so I have to be the person that I am. I I work with people's dreams, their night dreams, I work with their body energies, I work with helping them get out of being stuck. I do all those things where I work with them in terms of writing journals. Those are the things that I know how to do to help people. I even sing with them or get them dancing because we need to move away from the trauma that is causing the stuckness. So I'm kind of a, and I'm writing about that in my memoir uh, coming up probably next year. Um, So the courage for me has been just that, just looking at the choices and saying, I don't, I don't want that one. I don't want the one that I'm currently in. I want something different and see if I can make something come out of that. Um, So I think there's something about the conscious choice that we make uh, that looks like courage when we, when we, when we weave it back. Um, In terms of people, I think the, the thing that moves me always is love. I, I, if someone is nasty to me, this is sort of a backwards way, but if someone's trying to pull me down, that I just get strong. I do, I'm in my glory. You want to fight? I'll take that on. But if someone wants to undo me, they, if they love me, I can't take it. I just fall apart. I cry. I become really soft and vulnerable. And I love that. It's so much easier in one way, but it's also pretty strongly difficult in another and I think love is right. difficult. I think we, we don't have enough understanding of love. I've been questioning mm. it for 30, 40, 50 years, and I still am just blown away by the mystery of it and the power of it. And it's, I could feel the love between you and 
Karen a minute ago. I, and whenever I can do that, it just makes my body resonate. And I feel like, okay, there's hope wherever we are. Yeah. There's hope. Mm. And so the person that I just want to mention is my daughter-in-law. Because this woman who is brilliant and beautiful and has all kinds of wonderful attributes and doesn't know that she's all of those things has only ever wanted to be a stay-at-home mother. Mm. She is now because of my son, who's an amazing man. They have just had the birth of their third child, and she stays home. She cleans, she cooks, she takes care of these girls, she gets them to their lessons, she helps him. And she does it with this kind of wisdom about everybody's Mm. emotional energy that just leaves me in awe. And I believe fully in my heart that that's the path we need. We need more people staying home with their children and more people loving each other on the personal level in the small community of their family and of their neighbors. Build there, build in the small. Because boy, the big yeah. is getting really weird as time goes on, right? But don't go there. Don't go there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, and you know, Charlene, you you brought up some really beautiful points. We're going to explore them more when we come back from our break, but. It takes a lot of courage to love and to be true to yourself. And it sounds like you and your daughter-in-law are doing both of that. Folks, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll keep talking. So stay tuned. Patricia Fayweather Harlow is passionate about the environment and conserving our natural resources. She's written a five-part book series for all ages called Rock with Rodney and Party with Perky to Preserve Wildlife, which brings awareness through these vibrant characters on preserving and protecting our national parks and historic landmarks. Harlow has launched a campaign to mobilize green supporters, informing a united front against big oil, big coal, and the Keystone XL pipeline. And she addresses the controversial practice of fracking in books four and five. She's determined to bring greater awareness to the dangers of drilling and running crude oil through pipelines that cut through pristine landscapes. And she empowers readers to take action in keeping America beautiful. To learn more about Patricia Fayweather Harlow and to purchase her books, visit www.patricia-fayweather-harlow.com. That's F-A-Y-E-R-W-E-A-T-H-E-R. And play your part in preserving the landscape that we all share and love. Welcome back. You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monaghan. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And today we have a panel of amazing women talking about what it means to be courageous and authentic. And already, um, I will say, I've I've learned a lot today, just even in how each of these women define what courage is and how it looks in action. Um, one thing that all three of you have talked about, Irene, Charlene, and Karen, is this idea of being authentic and following who you are. As a matter of fact, Karen, that was part of your definition, right? Be who I am and have the tenacity to do so um, and coming from the self. Can, uh, I was hoping each of you could share a time in your life where you realized that it was more important for you to be authentic and real and who you are than it was to fit in or follow the crowd or just go along. You know, we have opportunities in our lives, it seems like, where we can stand up and say, this is who I am. Um, and sometimes we choose not to. Um, but there's a lot of inspiration when people do do choose to do so. So I'd love to hear your inspirational stories about this. Um, and I guess I'm on again because I, I'm I, first, I'm kind of first up. So I, uh, I think we're well, going to order. Yeah. Go ahead, Irene. Um, okay. So, um, 
Well, part of my story about being authentic, of course, I came from a very abusive home, a home filled with abuse. And to keep the peace, I did not know who I was. I was, I called myself a human pretzel. And I lived that way. I could walk into a room and I could check out, speaking about, you know, emotionally in tune, like, um, Charlene's uh, daughter-in-law, which is amazing, uh, and, she, and I laud her. I think that's marvelous. Uh, I could walk into a room and be emotionally tuned to what was going on with every single person in that room except myself because I was a tuning fork for what to survive and keep everyone, uh, you know, all the abusive elements in my home down on the farm, you know, keep them calm and try to protect everyone. And when I was abandoned and I started going into counseling, I started working with this concept of who I was, and I was really, really uncomfortable with it. And then uh, slowly started to heal. And then Mm -hmm. when all of this happened to me, um, when the spiritual awakening happened to me, one of the things that happened was I got a message in the middle of the accident. A voice came into my head, and it told me to be loving and kind to everyone. And I started... Moving from me focused in the accident, at the time of the accident even, as they pulled me out of the car, I was starting to move from a, to a focus of not only being loving and kind to everyone, but what an unbelievable concept being loving and kind to myself also. Uh. And focusing in on being who I was and not only what was good for everyone else in my world, but what was also good for me. What a, yeah. what a revolutionary thought. <laughs> yes. And that is really my contribution. And that has taken me to what is happening in my life today. And people now will say to me, you're one of the most authentic people I know, which is amazing because it's taken so much healing and courage and resilience to get here. And I'm yeah. so grateful. Mm. But. That's wonderful, though, Irene. And, and you know, this concept of being loving and kind to ourselves as well as others, and it's important with others, is a message that I think we all need to hear. So thank you for that. Karen. Well, uh, well um, I think if I, if I have to go back in my, my thought process, I have to think that it was in – High school, which I absolutely hated. Um, people are uh, so two-faced and, you know, chatty and, you know, just things that I never was. And so as a result, I, you know, I actually had friends across all um, all of the, I don't know, groups, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the jocks and the... Uh, and the cheerleaders, and back then we called that back in the 70s, they were called freaks and the nerds. And, you know, it didn't matter if you were nice to me, I was nice to you when we were friends, right, Um, as far as that goes. And then I am having a conversation with this girl named Sharon who was a cheerleader and, you know, one of the the jock girls. And she's like, how can you hang out with so-and-so? And uh, because don't you know that they do, you know, this side or the other thing? I'm like, well, you know, you do it on, um, you know, Friday night. What's the difference? They're out 
it, you know, they're doing it, you know, for everybody to see, but you don't, you know. So she, we didn't speak anymore after that, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I have never been one to allow somebody to, um, when other, what really upsets me and it has always upsets me is when even perfect strangers, um, let alone my good friends, refer to themselves when they start a phrase with, you know, I am such a loser or I can't, you know, and that I, I really, I have never liked. And, and I don't know why, you know, that we do that, you know, um, to ourselves. I mean, those are the most two powerful words in the spoken languages I am. And, um, and I will always say, don't talk about my friend like that. Now, that will sometimes get me a quizzical look, even from my friends who are used to hearing me say it, <laughs> right? Because it, it, you know, it, it's a, you know, it, it's all right, you know, if you're, you know, even just joking, right? But when when you're serious about it, then I really, you know, if I... If it were me in my head, and sometimes it is, and then I'll stop and realize I wouldn't take this from my best friend, so why am I taking it from myself, right? And, again, it goes back to that, all right, I'm done now, and um, on to the next. And so I can't, you know, get into that stuck position. When um, my mom, going back to something that Irene just shared about, when she was being pulled from the car and this love and kindness, my mom had a similar event. And my mom was, my mom's message was um, she missed the point of life. <coughs> Excuse me, I have a really nasty cold. Um, I have been hitting the mute button. But, um, and that the purpose, it's not about your job, it's not about your hair, it's not about your wage, it's not about your this, that, or the other thing, it's about joy. And they said, Mom, I've been telling you that for years. And she said, yeah, I know. She said, the other side wants you to know you're right. And I'm like, well, let's just start that way and save ourselves a whole lot of trouble in the middle. <laughs> so, pardon me. But, you know, there's just, there's there's so much to each and every one of us, and as I've listened to the stories of how we've gotten to where we are, I hear and I feel the interconnectedness, you know, that yes, I've had that struggle as well. You've had that struggle as well. You know, that we've all had very similar struggles. We've all dealt very differently. But that means to me even more so as, I don't know, undeniable proof, I guess, for lack of a better term, that we are all connected. No matter what your religious affiliation is, you know, no matter what your uh, race, creed, socioeconomic background is, none of that matters. What matters at the core is that, you know, that you are, that you love and you're kind. Those are two of the easiest things in the world to do. And it is so sorely needed. Like Charlene said, it is. One of those things, two of those things that people need to be more of because we are all connected. And with that, that makes us, you know, all one. Yes. Horses, mystical, present 
past and future, all in one. Wild, free, domestic, and healing for everyone. Betty Hames knows this and has put her horses to good use with Nature Connect Equine Coaching. Her mission is to help people affected by the loss of hope and trust in their lives and to rediscover the wonders of nature through nature-connected learning so they can rebuild their lives and live peacefully with newfound hope, trust, and joy. Betty Hames is also a certified elite life coach, a Washington State certified counselor, and chemical dependency professional. She is passionate about partnering nature with healing, and through horses, she sees amazing results and transformation in lives that might have otherwise been lost. Call 509-830-9225 and visit her at HamesLifeCoaching.com. Hold your horses. You're in for the ride of your life. Welcome back. I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan, and we're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and today we have had a, a small Courage and Authenticity party with Irene, Charlene, and Karen, and we have just a couple minutes left, so I'd love for each one of you, we'll start with you, Irene, since you've been uh, the, the first person in our, our rotation here, to just share how our listeners can get in touch with you or if they want to learn more about you well I have a website it's ireneweinberg.com w-e-i-n-b-e-r-g dot com and I would love our listeners to go to my podcast website which is www.griefandrebirth.com uh, Jennifer is episode number 18, and I would love to have Charlene and Karen on the podcast one day also. We interview grief and trauma specialists. We interview healers, mediums, and people with very inspiring stories to share with the listeners. And we're helping a lot of people, and um, it's filling me with gratitude and joy. Oh, that's so, wonderful. I thank you all. Thank you, and I think you've got two new uh, people to interview for sure. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Karen, how would people get in touch with you and hypnotherapy and all of that? Uh, well, I have a website. Actually, I have two, uh, karensullivan.net and then um, karensullivanllc.com. So either way, also if they want to reach out, you know, via email, it's Karen at KarenSullivan.net. Great. Great. And Charlene? Very simple. I would prefer anyone to get in touch with me, and I would like everybody to get in touch with me at Charlene J. at Rogers. That's C-H-A-R-L-E-N-E-J at Rogers, R-O-G-E-R-S dot com here in Canada, and please, if you have any notion of anybody or you yourself are working with trauma or PTSD or sexual abuse or domestic abuse, violence, please reach out. There are ways to help, and there is always hope. Beautiful, beautiful. And, and I want to... 
Oh, thank you. And I was just going to do the same and thank all three of you uh, for being on my show today, as well as my past shows, which people can go and listen to the past shows where I've had each one of you on uh, over at blogtalkradio.com or on my website, spiritevolution.co. I think each one of you brought such wonderful gifts and insights for our listeners. And uh, I just love how even though each one of us has a different definition of what courage is for every one of us, it boiled down to being who we really are and moving forward in life. Even when life throws us a curveball that seems like it could set us back. Um, so I want to thank you for sharing your stories and I want to thank my listeners, uh, for listening with us today. And again, I'm moving over to blogtalkradio.com starting in November. So you can look me up by my name, Jennifer Monahan, or by my show name, living a courageously authentic life. And while you're online, please head over to Irene's podcast, grief and rebirth. Uh, check out Karen's website at karensullivan.net and visit Charlene uh, and email her at charlenej at rogers.com. We are just about done with our time today, so I want to say thank you again to all of you for listening. Uh, I hope that you've enjoyed the program, and I hope to see you over at blogtalkradio.com. Have a great day. Thanks. This has been Living a Courageously Authentic Life with host Jennifer Monahan. Listen each week as Jennifer helps you get down to the core of who you are, discover and connect to your inner spark, and bring that forward consistently and consciously in your day-to-day life. Here on Jennifer Monahan's Living a Courageously Authentic Life. been listening to the BBM Global Network. The ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas, views, and opinions of the BBM Global Network Company.